Section 6 of Ingersoll on the Great Infidels. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Boutros. Ingersoll on the Great Infidels. From the Works of Robert G. Ingersoll, Volume 3, Lectures. Section 6. The Death Test. You had better live well and die wicked. You had better live well and die cursing than live badly and die praying. It would not do to have the common people understand that a man could deny the Bible, refuse to look at the cross, contend that Christ was only a man, and yet die as calmly as Calvin did after he had murdered Servetus, or as King David after advising one son to kill another. The Church has taken great pains to show that the last moments of all infidels, that Christians did not succeed in burning, were infinitely wretched and despairing. It was alleged that words could not paint the horrors that were endured by a dying infidel. Every good Christian was expected to, and generally did, believe these accounts. They have been told and retold in every pulpit of the world. Protestant ministers have repeated the inventions of Catholic priests, and Catholics, by a kind of theological comity, have sworn to the falsehoods told by Protestants. Upon this point they have always stood together, and will as long as the same calumny can be used by both. Upon the deathbed subject the clergy grew eloquent. When describing the shudderings and shrieks of the dying unbeliever, their eyes glitter with delight. It is a festival. They are no longer men. They become hyenas. They dig open graves. They devour the reputations of the dead. It is a banquet. Unsatisfied still, they paint the terrors of hell. They gaze at the souls of the infidels writhing in the coils of the worm that never dies. They see them in flames, in oceans of fire, in gulfs of pain, in abysses of despair. They shout with joy, they applaud. It is an auto de fe, presided over by God and his angels. The men they thus describe were not atheists, they were all believers in God, in special providence, and in the immortality of the soul. They believed in the accountability of man, in the practice of virtue, in justice, and liberty but they did not believe in that collection of follies and fables called the Bible. In order to show that an infidel must die, overwhelmed with remorse and fear, they have generally selected from all the unbelievers since the day of Christ five men, the Emperor Julian, Spinoza, Voltaire, Diderot, David Hume, and Thomas Paine. Hardly a minister in the United States has attempted to answer me without referring to the death of one or more of these men. In vain have these calumniators of the dead been called upon to prove their statements. In vain have rewards been offered to any priestly maligner to bring forward the evidence. Let us once for all dispose of these slanders, of these pious calumnies. End of section 6. A Death Test